This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Helping Hands with me, George Mulligan, a show that shines a light on community organisations in Christchurch and the good work that they're doing. Well, welcome along everyone to Helping Hands and today we have Stuart Enor from Kairos Freestore and Kairos is just to just to brief, briefly summarise, Kairos is a is a, an organisation that takes food from cafes that they might otherwise waste and puts it onto the hands of people that that need it more. But uh, Stuart, seeing you're the expert, would you like to tell us a bit more about what what Kairos does? Yeah, thanks, George. So um, Kairos is a free store in Christchurch. There's free stores all throughout New Zealand. Uh, effectively, as you said, we do go around cafes at the end of the day. We collect the food and we bring it back to our container at 311 Sanassif Street. And at 5.30 on Monday, Wednesday and Friday nights, we actually hand that food out to anyone who wants to come along and get that. Excellent. Okay. And uh, how long have you been involved in, in Kairos for, um, Stuart? Yeah, so we've been involved, my wife and I, for about the last 18 months. Yeah. Um, and Kairos has just turned two. So. Oh, yeah. yay. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was Beth Hutt that started Kairos? Yeah, so Beth actually started it. And what started for her was she worked in the cafe industry. She was mm-hmm. in a lot of different cafes. And she saw the amount of food that was put in the bin at the end of the day. And it was just good quality food that 10 minutes earlier someone would have brought and paid money for, and it was literally going in the bin. So she thought there's got to be a better way. Yeah, okay. And uh, how did you get involved in it? Did you did Beth uh, shoulder tap you? Or? Yeah, it was a bit of a shoulder tap amongst Beth and the trust that the... Um, Kairos was under and so since then with Beth um, moving to Nelson and, and getting married and a baby on the way uh, we've had to set up a complete standalone trust we're now a fully charities approved um, IRD number the whole lot so we can take donations yeah. now officially and it's it's great because it's a stepping stone for the future. I know no looking at the the website there was Kairos and Wellington do you, do you still work in with them or sort yeah, of so other there's organizations free, there's a free store in Wellington we're completely separate from those guys yeah. but we do from time to time chat uh, amongst each other or one of us might have a surplus amount of food and there's a way of shipping it around between us uh, things like that there is there is, there is interaction but we are standalone Right, okay, so there's a sort of a, a background network that's going on yep. behind the scenes to help out with that sort of thing. Yep. Excellent. And I suppose the perennial question at the moment is going to be uh, how has how's things been with COVID-19? Has that, that made quite a difference? With Yeah, so COVID was an interesting time. Um, I suppose the name of Kairos actually means unique and opportune moment. Like It's a Greek name. Kronos is on your watch. It's a sequential time. Kairos is a unique and opportune moment. And definitely in COVID we saw that and we realised that a lot of people are going to be stuck in their homes and they're going to need food. So um, we, what we did is we set up a food bank. Uh, we worked in with another other groups like Compassion 
Mason Trust, who do food banks, and we got together and we literally put out over 600 parcels during COVID time. Wow. They were packed and delivered to people's houses. So something a little bit different for us, but it was um, it was that timing, unique and opportune moment. And then since COVID, uh, we've got back into the nor- more regular Kairos nights and collecting back from the cafes because, of course, during COVID, all the cafes were closed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how have you found the response? Have you have you found that there's been a lot more people that have joined the uh, coming along to Kairos since COVID? And how about the cafes? Have they sort of kept pace with the? Yep. So there's there's multiple answers to that. <laughs> uh, the first thing is we've seen a decrease in food from cafes. So cafes have actually stopped producing all the extra food that they had sitting in their cabinets at the end of the day. They're Mm -hmm. trying to look at their bottom line. They're trying to make sure that they're not just throwing food out or giving it away to us, and it's costing them. So, And that's actually good. It's a win for us because what we are about is reducing waste. But the sad side of things from that is that we've seen an increase in people, and we've probably gone up another 30-ish people a night. So we were hovering around 70 mark. We're up to over 100 some nights. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's quite a big jump. Yeah. Yeah. So that's caused us to really think and look uh, wider at food and rescuing food, and we've started to source from other areas, not just cafes. That's silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. And what sort of other options were you you looking at as as sources for getting food or...? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there's a few alliances starting to form. And when I say alliances, it's not like Team A versus Team B, but it's uh, a lot of groups that are involved in food just coming together and saying, can we help each other? Can we work together? Can we, if I've got too much canned tomatoes, can I share it with you for some of your pumpkins? Can we, you know, and things like that. So, um we're pretty much working with groups that come from sort of Ellesmere, Ellesmere right round sort of this side of the city uh, through St Martins, Hay, right throughout to New Brighton, that whole half of the city. It's including uh, a whole lot of big food banks and smaller community ones, community pantries. And we're just getting together regularly, talking about what's happening and through all our different contacts of each different group, we're able to source different food but share it amongst ourselves. So it's all rescued food, so it's still fitting in with what we do, but it just gives everyone a a fairer playing field, I suppose, in terms of working together. So working smarter, not harder. Excellent, yep, that's always good. What's been a highlight of of working at Kairos for you? Are there any moments that stand out as as a highlight? Um, there's lots, there's lots. I think for me, I love just seeing people and it's a great buzz. It's a great environment down there in the evenings. A lot of people get to meet other people they haven't met while they're waiting in the queue. Um, but just hearing stories like a mum said to me the other day, I said to her, what does Kairos mean to you? And she said the difference for Kairos, the, the, for me, the difference is whether my kids get Christmas presents or not. And oh, so wow. yeah. by her coming down and getting food, she's not having to buy it all. She's able to put some money away each week and think about her kids at Christmas time. Excellent. How about food regulations and things? There must, is there a few issues around, around that, about the, the quality of the food and making sure that it's good? And Yeah, so we've got quite strict rules that all our volunteers have to follow about yeah. handling food, uh, sanitising hands, wearing gloves, using tongs, all that sort of thing. Um, we also, there's certain foods that we won't take. 
yeah. uh, from places because of there may be a high risk uh, potential of contamination, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of things we have to think about and a lot of things we have to do. Yeah. Um, and it, it also, some of that adds quite a bit of cost. So even though it's free food, there is a cost to relocate some of it and the cost to share the food. Yeah. Right, yeah. Do you, do you get, what sort of funding do you get? Is it mainly through donations or...? Yes, there's a couple of ways. Um, we Because we're relatively new in the scheme of things you know, in the last two years, um, we, we can go for a lot of funding like council and rata and lotteries and things like that, which we're starting to do now. But up till now, it's pretty much run on a, a very shoestring budget, a few donations here and there. We, we got a forklift recently, which we managed to talk to some businesses and got some money in, but we're still hoping we can get more money in. So we're always looking for sponsorship, always looking for people to get behind. And we're about to launch a, a little wee uh, thing called 365. So it's $3 a week from 65 people gives us $10,000 a year. So oh, a very excellent. simple little thing. And yep. so that way it's just a less than a cup of coffee and that can actually help us just with our backing costs of websites and petrol and things like that. Yeah. And the obvious question that flows through from that, how do people donate? Is there a website or something that you Absolutely. can Absolutely. Go to kairosfreestore.org.nz. On there is all the information uh, about when we're open, where we are, and also how you can donate. Oh, excellent. Okay. And following through from that, there must obviously the other way that people can uh, help out is through volunteering. How many how many volunteers would you have at the moment? And uh, it, it ranges because we have some people that come once and then don't come for a wee right. while. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I do know is over the last two years we've done had over five thousand five hundred hours of volunteers. Oh, awesome! And yeah. and that ranges from collecting food, uh, helping us pack up those food parcels during COVID, right through to serving food on the night, helping with the barbecue on Friday nights, uh, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And they'd probably get a real a real buzz from helping out there as well and seeing, like you were talking about, like the lady that uh, had money to spend for presents for her children. So it, it would probably give them a bit of a buzz as well to, to be there and to be helping out. And Yeah, it, it does. I mean, the first time a lot of volunteers come down, they're almost overwhelmed at what's happening down there. Yeah, but yeah. once they hear some of the stories and they just love it, they just keep coming back. And we've got some very committed people who just want to be there because they love the environment and love the buzz of it. Okay. And how about the, the cafes? And uh, if, if you're a cafe that you were wanting to, to help, help out with some, some extra stuff, that would, that's the same website? Or? Absolutely. If they get on that website, email us at info at kairosfreestore.org.nz. Uh, yep. We can have a chat to them. We've got pickup runs that go through the central city and out the wider city, like out through Sydney and things. Um, we also have... Um, some that can't donate regularly, but just ring us up when they have got something extra. Uh, so that's an option. We've also had a couple of times where groups have done large catering and that sort of thing, and they've had a whole lot of food left over and not sure what to do yeah. with it. They've rung us up. Again, you asked about food regulations. Uh, we're not talking a private party at your house. What we're talking about is where commercial caterers have been and there's been a good standard of uh, food hygiene with that food, and we know the source of it. So we know that we're not passing on more than just food to our people who... Get right. It from us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Now, in terms of things that you'd like to do in the future and sort of looking ahead plans, uh, what, what have you got envisioned for the future? 
Yeah, uh, we've got we've got lots of ideas. Um, our biggest probably limitation is money, but we are looking at uh, moving our site slightly, changing it to get more sunshine in there, but also a wet weather cover. Someone's actually just donated a, a large cover type thing for us. Oh, so there's there's all that sort of thing going on in the background. Um, and I suppose the other thing is we're working hard for better food security so that we can keep going. Yeah. And so what are you doing about the food security at the moment? Yeah, so I talked before about how all our groups are working together. And mm-hmm. one of the things we've done is we've got a warehouse just a bit further down the road, which is not where the public would come. But in there, we get large deliveries with pallets and forklift. We've got a forklift down there, as I said before. And... A lot of that food, because we're getting it in a bulk way, we can then break it down and bring it down to Kairos, but it also helps yep. other food banks. But it enables us to have more food, bigger variety than just the cafe food. Okay. That would also help with, with uh, resources and things if you're networking with others, like refrigerated uh, trucks and stuff to bring the food. There'd be a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff like that, I imagine, which it would help out oh. with. Absolutely huge logistical things, you know. Yeah. We got offered a, a frozen dog rolls the other day, and you just <laughs> don't just put them in your freezer. There's a lot no, of them. Yeah, so yeah. it's always working with the other groups. Who's got a, a chiller or space we yeah. can put this in and that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic that there's so many org- that the organisations in Christchurch really get together and support each other and that they are an alliance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Christchurch is one of the easiest places in New Zealand to get food if you need it, if you're hungry, over yeah. all the other the city statistically, so oh, wow. um, there's a lot of groups, yeah. and maybe mm. sometimes there's too many groups. Yeah, but it's good if we can work together. Yep. Yeah. Uh, volunteer Canterbury would be one of the uh, groups that sort of helps out in the the volunteer organisations. Obviously, do you do you do have much to do with Volunteer Canterbury and getting volunteers through there? Or um, we get emails from them, but we haven't really had a lot of. Um, t- talk with them. Um, Both my wife and I are are 100% voluntary as well, so time is limited sometimes, but it is is something to talk about in the future, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So just describe a typical night down in in Kairos and and what what things look like when you go down there. Sure, good question. Um, We arrive, our volunteer supervisor and a couple of people arrive around three o'clock and and they uh, basically go off around the city and start doing the collections. We've got a trolley that's pushed around the city and a car run that does the wider Sydney area and out wider. They'll go out and come back several times dropping off what they've picked up and then at about five o'clock, most people start to arrive and they start to line up. And at 5.30, we open the windows in the container and people come up and our volunteers serve them the food. There basically is a big shelf on the back wall and all the food's on there and they pick out kind of what they want. We're always making sure that, that everyone gets something. Most people who leave get about $20 worth of food yeah. uh, in a night, four to five items roughly of food. So you go home well filled. We're about food for today. As opposed to a food bank, you'll get a whole you know, box of food, and that will last you three, four days, depending on the size. But Kairos is really about getting food for today. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then on Friday nights also at 5 o'clock, we have a barbecue down there, and Hellier's donate the sausages. And we have um, also we cook up some of the food that may have come in, and a really popular one down there is our K-muffin, and that's muffin splits with eggs and mushrooms and whatever else gets that comes in in the food line will cook up. So it's a great night as well. Oh, excellent. Okay. 
Yeah. And any success stories, like uh, good good news stories? Yeah, I think um, if you talk to some groups in Christchurch, they'll say the biggest killer in our city is loneliness. And one of the great things about Chorus is such a cool community of people hanging out, talking together and sharing. And, you know... To be honest, I can count at least five people I know by name who have turned up at Kairos. They were going to take their lives, and they haven't because they found the community there. And one lady, she was coming down to have her last supper, as she said, and she had, had plans in place. But because someone spoke to her down there, there's a huge friendship built up, yeah. and that lady's still with us today. And so for me, that's that's the why we do it behind the scenes. Absolutely. Yep. Rescuing yeah. food and all that's great. Yeah. Someone not taking their life for me as a youth worker and background and that sort of thing. It's great to hear those sort of stories. Yeah. Okay. So, so obviously you'd you'd work with other organisations like Lifeline and stuff. That so if someone comes along to yeah, well, you know, I've got my jersey on today, and yeah, I know viewers can't see it, but I've got the one seven three seven hanging there. I always yep. have that on my thing. If no one knows what that is listening, doesn't know that's if you ever know someone who's thinking about suicide or is actually. Um, you need to talk to someone, that's free counselling, you can ring up. We also refer people to budgeting services, we refer people to um, counselling, things like that. We know a lot of what's happening in the city with other groups and we're always referring people on because we're not counsellors, but Mm. we can get people help um, and there's a lot of funding for different things, it's just knowing where to tap into that. And, and the good thing about Kairos being a place where you come back for food, a lot of people every week, is you get to follow up and say, hey, how did that, that budgeting appointment go or how did that counselling go and make sure yep. that they are getting that help that they a- need? Absolutely. And, you know, we do operate down at Kairos on a no questions asked. So if you come down to get food, we're never going to ask how much do you earn, are you on a benefit, anything like that. It's just over time we get to know people and we hear yep. their story and if we can see a way to help, we will. But it's don't ever feel like you're going to come down to Chorus and get grilled before you get food. There's no questions asked, and that's the free store model right across New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually down at Kairos last night, and uh, the the atmosphere was amazing. The con- congeniality, like there wasn't any pushing or shoving. It was very mm. everyone. It felt like it was a, a team that, that everyone had had each other's back. Which is great. Yeah, absolutely. And every night, Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays are all different nights. They all have their own sort of uh, characteristics and different feel and different vibe. But um, they're all all great. And a lot of young mums and families come down with kids and there's the area at the back where they ride scooters and do chalk drawings on the ground. So there's things there for them as well. And every now and again, we'll get a bouncy castle down or something like that for the kids. So, yeah, we're trying to include everyone. Excellent. Yeah. (laughs) And you can you can go as uh, three times a week. There's there's no sort of limit on how many times you can go to. Absolutely, you can come three yeah. times a week. You can come every week of the year that we're open. Um, we're not open on public holidays, of course. So um, that's just remember that. But. It's it's a great place where just to hang out and we're looking at putting some tables and chairs eventually that people can sit down at. Um, and if you feel like you can't stand for a long time because maybe you've got a medical issue or um, hips or something like that, there is some seats. Just let the supervisor know and just say, hey, I need to sit down for a bit and we'll always look after you. Yep. Excellent, yeah. Everyone's encouraged, yeah. Mm. 
So uh, I'm just looking at, at your website. There's, I see there's a few cafes that are mentioned on there that donate food and things. So if you're if you're in the area and you're you're uh, thinking of having some lunch, you'd, you'd obviously encourage really encourage people to shop there and sort of support the people that are supporting you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, we're so grateful for their food. Um, they don't have to give it to us. They could put it in the rubbish bin. They could give it to someone else. They could do all sorts of things with it. But we're privileged to take that. So if you can support them, go and look at all the logos there and go into them. Yeah. And even more importantly, when you're there, say, hey, I saw you about you guys on the Kairos website, because that means that they know that we're supporting them as well. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, and I really encourage to encourage people to go, uh, to get involved and to help out because, like I say, I have been there and I've done a little bit of voluntary work for you before, and it, it really is worthwhile. Uh, so again, that that website, the Kairos website, is, is helps out with that, doesn't it? Yeah. Stuart, thank you very much for coming in and and talking to us today, and keep up the good work. It's been great to talk to you. Thank no you. problem. Thanks for your time, George. Okay. So if you have an interest in volunteering or getting more info, check out the website kairosfreestore.org.nz That's K-A-I-R-O-S freestore.org.nz Thanks for listening.